Hello and welcome to Galactic Goddess Podcast. I'm your host, Radha Nelia. And for those who are just coming on for the first time, welcome to my cosmic portal to the divine. A little bit about me, I'm a multimedia artist, a healer, a writer, a speaker, and of course, a truth seeker. I've traveled all over the world and garnered many experiences I'm excited to share with you. I've also lived in Hollywood for many years, where I started as a model and became an award-winning indie film director, producer, and actress. I didn't like the Hollywood games and I didn't want to play by the dark and secret rules. My vision is to create beauty, healing, and freedom in the world through my multimedia skill sets. I'm the creatress of Goddess Code Academy as a coach, healer, and teacher, professionally certified in over a dozen modalities. This led me to create my own healing modality called Goddess Activations and the Goddess Code. After working with hundreds of clients through therapeutic healing sessions, I discovered that one of the most important aspects of healing was for a client to be truly witnessed and to be heard, to share deep and personal stories, truly help the healing process for so many. After I wrote my own first healing workbook, Kuan Yin Goddess Activations, and then my forthcoming, The Galactic Goddess Memoir, which are both available now, and I'll post the links below, I was inspired to create Rada Publishing to give voice to starseeds, artists, healers, visionaries, revolutionaries, rebels, truth seekers, poets who want to co-create a new world that is sovereign and free. These stories will be published across the globe to be heard far and wide to help heal and activate others through this intimate sharing. The name of the first book is called Awakening Starseeds, Stories Beyond the Stargates. And if you'd like to be part of this collaborative series, I invite you to learn more and I will post links below. Um, It would be an honor for you to be part of Rada Publishings and I'll post all the links below. We are the change we want to see in the world. It starts with us and I invite you to join me in this powerful movement. Welcome to Galactic Goddess podcast and show. This is Deprogrammed part seven with Alana Star Chamel. <laughs> she has been on our show for Deprogram and today we're going to discuss and introduce Goddess Sophia of the Sophia Wisdom. Um, she, you know, we've mentioned her before. Alana has shared uh, in the past about Sophia, the, the false goddess, Sophia, the robot. And today we're going to talk about um, goddess Sophia, the organic, authentic, majestic goddess. So take it away, Alana. <laughs> hey. Hello. Yeah. Um, I'm, I was really excited that you asked me to do this tonight. Actually, I've been wanting to talk about it more and... Um, so I'm glad that you decided to ask me to do this show on Sophia, which you might also catch me saying Sophia, because um, I, I've learned from different teachers who describe her, um, her name differently. So Sophia, Sophia, they both feel natural. I guess the name Sophia is more like the name Sophia, like a girl's name versus Sophia, 
um, of wisdom. So yes, it means wisdom in Greek, and it is known as the mother of all creation type of energy. She's connected, when I say she, it's the, the female archetype of Godhead, the mother, the creatrix, uh, she who creates. And so uh, we know that there's like a Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit type of um, association with Sophia as the mother, as the missing aspect. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of other people who are connected to her that, has, that have met her through an inner knowing. Mm-hmm. So it has to do with Gnosticism. It has to do with the Archons, um, how we got in this physical plane. Apparently, she is Mother Earth. And so there's many different aspects that we can go into to discuss it. But basically what we're trying to do is show the correlation between deprogramming of the show of humanity and getting them on the right path and how it relates to Sophia wisdom, because it's the wisdom of nature and of the earth, mm-hmm. organic. Of our organic structure mm-hmm. that will heal us and really help us be on the same path as the mother, which mm-hmm. is uh, in the original blueprint archetype. So, um, apparently also she has to do with the mandala effect and that she's actually communicating with a lot of us right now. So, um, I'm going to yeah. let you just for a minute. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Um, there, you know, the God, like the goddess and the Godhead, she, you know, Sophia and also like Shakti that they come, I don't know if you're familiar with Shakti, like they come. It's absolutely in, Shakti. Yeah. Shakti energy, which, um, is really the energy that I work with. But it's also Sophia, you know, it's because the goddess is the goddess. The divine goddess is the goddess. She is the, she is the mother creatress. And then there's God, the father creator. And I mean, they recreate themselves in so many ways, but all always coming from one source, always organic. They don't need technology because they're above technology, you know, and um, we have the ability to activate like codes within us that connect us back to that source, you know, Shakti, Sophia energy, which is the divine holy energy. And um, it's interesting because like she also has an aspect of her that's like the dark mother, which is interesting because that's kind of like Kali. When all of the goddesses, they're just different aspects of the same, I think, you know, and in many of our episodes, we've talked about the inorganic takeover, you know, AI and, and transhumanism and how that takeover is um, putting us on a putting, well, not all of us, but putting some people on a different timeline because we're sort of choosing our timelines right now, the ones that we're going to be on. And, um, you know, it's important that the Sophia energy is coming forth again and her teachings are really resonating. I, I just had a man actually reach out to me and tell me that he's been resonating with Sophia. And I was like, that's incredible. You know, that's incredible that men are feeling her energy too, but it's time, it's time for us to get back into, um, into that, into that organic energy, because everything that is destroying our future is based upon the non-organic takeover the dark matter and the, um, the, the dark virus, you know, that we had talked about in our, in our previous episodes, the AI that wants to start connecting into us. And once we get on that path, there's, it, it actually has a blunt 
hard ending and it goes back into the mother womb because there's no room for creation. Once you disconnect from source so much, you're going to hit a hard wall and it's going to go, Loop, I'm going to eat you back up into source. Right? I mean, where else are you going to go? And so um, I'd love to hear from you more about Sophia and her purpose here now. Yeah, there's two challenges right now that I'm facing is um, I'm trying, I think I mentioned before that I'm trying to be a better listener because wow, when you start talking about things, like you really describe things um, that it is just like that, what you described is like, all these walls that we hit uh, when we're disconnected from the source but the challenge is like listening so I can um, make sure I respond correctly but there's so much that comes through um, you mentioned about the anti like the dark womb and I pulled out this because um, the timeline and the lineage lineage it has to do with coming from a, a direct source of something and I think that the organic structures are the ones who were created here. Um, don't know what color skin they are. <laughs> Cause I don't know. I feel like we just manifest over and over again. You don't know what you were last time. That's why I think mm -hmm. racism is so funny. Cause I'm like, you could have been black in your last life. Like, you don't even know who you were. Like, yeah. it's just we laugh because we all think we know so much. And, uh, but the truth is that there's so much that we don't know. Right. But uh, the true portal, the womb, so I think that there's also information about the womb here, that there's an actual womb in the earth somewhere, um, just different portals, right? So when we look at um, Sophia as a divine archetype, she's the mother aspect of creation um, that is associated with Christ, Christos. Mm -hmm. um, it is the light and matter coming together. But mm -hmm. so she fell out of the pleroma. Are you familiar with the pleroma? Yeah, but let's share it with the audience because I'm sure okay, they want yeah. to. Okay, yeah. So the pleroma is, I, I want to make sure that I have proper terms down. So forgive me. I have to look this up really fast because I can tell you my version of what I think it is, but we'll go in circles until you know exactly. So uh, in Gnosticism, it's a, a spiritual universe as the abode of God and the total, the totality of the divine powers of emanations. Mm -hmm. So um, that dwells in Christ. So isn't that funny? So the pleroma in itself, it has to do with like the emanations of light, which mm -hmm. I think are associated with the planets. And also as those, um, if you see the Kabbalah tree of life, mm -hmm. there's the emanations on the top that represent the Godhead. And um, so it's almost like the Milky Way galaxy, the liquid light. So it comes out and creates and it comes down into the lower realms. And so she was a creator mm -hmm. and she, they said that she loved her creation so much that she fell into it mm -hmm. and began to create things. And so um, the archons are what exists on the outside of what she created inside the womb. So, mm -hmm. but she created and so um she didn't she couldn't recognize herself mm -hmm. so um it created all these you know issues and things that are now being corrected they call it sophia's mm -hmm. correction so um the pleroma going back to that it is like that emanation of light mm -hmm. and so when she fell from that she fell she fell from grace so to mm -hmm. say like every man does they fall from the higher realms, which mm -hmm. is limitless light, limit, lim mm -hmm. limitless love, 
you know, the thought because, you know, in the first universal law is that the mental, the law, the, the world is, is a mental thing first. Mm-hmm. It was created by the thought first. And so if we think about where that comes from, that's that liquid light, that's that mm-hmm. source. And that is where I'm talking about. Okay. So, um, those are part of the light codes that I talk about too. And that yes. how we can activate those light codes in us and how um, it's our divine right to activate those codes and it's time to reactivate. But please continue. Yes. I just to interject. No, thank you. I, it's no problem when you enter time. Yeah. So um, this is where they take in Sophia's story and they feed it back in all these different ways. But the real true story from what I know is that it was the fall of the mother of Ma'atar because she fell into the earth and she fell into the earth. And so um, we've had many different archetypes of goddesses Mm -hmm. that walk the earth and, but they always somehow relate back to the the mother of all creation. The first, um, whether she's Kali, whether she's Shakti, she's definitely related to Shakti a hundred percent. So I want to just forgive, like ask forgiveness in a way for me being a little bit all over the place because there's so much that like, you know, wants to come through and it's, it is hard to keep it focused because, um, uh, it's, it's just a journey, you know, having to like kind of collect things from different places and put it together Mm -hmm. there and that. Um, so she fell into the earth as, as she's mother earth and that's why when they say the earth is alive and it, it's feeding us it's nourishing us because she is and when we learn to respect mm-hmm. the mother and matter and this earth physical plane um then things change for us because we start working in accordance with with her will mm-hmm. it's not just about you because all of her parts have to be accounted for for this healing to really go to plan here so, yeah. and that's I mentioned I might have mentioned the mandala effect mm-hmm. but there's an author named John Lamb Lash who I mentioned in the last video that he created mm-hmm. um the archon term and he also mm-hmm. has Im- like immense wisdom on wisdom goddess mm-hmm. Sophia calls her Sophia and then we have the goddess code from Kaira um amazing information we have uh Sophia Sophia Anaya there's a lot of different people who are speaking mm-hmm. about it that can really help you under- understand you know, just what we're dealing with here and how powerful yeah. she is because it's the missing mother mm-hmm. in, in the tree of life. It's the missing piece, the Holy Spirit. It says the Holy Ghost was a Gnostic creation and its original name was Sophia. Mm-hmm. Valentinian, uh, Valentinian Gnostic said that the world was born of Sophia's smile. Mm-hmm. So we also know wow. about her in the Nag Hammadi text. We also know about, and you know, they have the, the Sophia, the Pistis Sophia um, temple in Turkey, I think it is. In, I forget or if it's in Istanbul. I don't really remember, but um, there is so much stuff everywhere. But how we missed, how has humanity missed this huge mark? Mm-hmm. Like, Easily. Why the, the Disney has, it, it's like a mandala. Because, because she's been distorted. And, you know, we've talked about this in past episodes about um, the priestess temples, which you and I have both been in. I have past life memory recall about those temples in fact in greece in in one of them where um it's like the end of the temple era where we were being chased out of the temples and it was like a really intense time where the feminine was being chased out of the temples because it's feminine priestess you know we we were um doing our feminine work and the and the sophia shakti goddess energy comes through the feminine 
body archetype, right? And the and the earth is feminine. And um so we are we are uh rectifying, I guess, you know, recoding the the really bad coding that went on there because and that's and that's where I created the um goddess activations to help activate the goddess energy within the feminine because the distortion has caused us to lose our identity with the divine feminine. And in doing so, it's caused so much distortion, mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual. Once you distort your heart chakra and your mental distortion from that Sophia energy, the Shakti energy, that life force feminine energy, and we've been actually quite unplugged. Everything about or the patriarchal system has really been about unplugging us from the feminine, calling us a witch, calling us a bitch, calling us a whore. All of these things that have distorted who we are as feminine, who are, who are, we are part of that, Sophia. Mm-hmm. We're part of that goddess energy. It's our birthright. And that's why um, this degrading of what's happened to the feminine has caused distortion and pain and suffering for all humanity not one person will go without the effect of the you know of the cause of distortion so therefore we are feel that mother wound missing like it's just like ah that pain you know it's like she's that missing aspect is like no matter what you do you're still not like why are people depressed why are we why are people so sad when they have good lives too you know there's got to be something there that we're missing. And it's like that divine parents coming together, that hierogamic kind of thing, you know? It is because we, because look at all of the, of the teachings and religion, it's really kicked feminine to this curb. There's only the whore and then the Holy mother, you know, but it's only one aspect and she's only good for birthing, you know? Um, and her wisdom doesn't come through as much, you know, and everything about, a lot of religious sectors is about kicking the feminine out. It's like only men are priests, only men are in charge. And the whole concept of the feminine being part of the two, the whole, you know, um, if you rip the mother off of the grid of teachings and that holy womb energy, you will suffer. We will all suffer. And we have been suffering humanity suffering if if it's not starvation on one end it's mental illness on another you can have everything in the world and you're totally insane you know and it's because distortion is distortion any way you put it there's no going around it there's no quick fixes you've got to get back to the root the root the source the source the source energy, the source, the goddess. I find it funny as well when you said the root you took me to um understanding of ayahuasca and I thought about the other day, if we're going to call Sophia, Sophia, Aya, I find it interesting because you do meet a mother aspect and there is something about like the consciousness of plant life. Yes. And it's just like, it is like, it's alive. It feels like a mother, you know, like she's wrapping you in her love when you really, but the thing is, is that we, our consciousness is not high enough for the most part to really have that communication. And that's why the industry to keep us asleep is so like such a multi-billion dollar industry because there is an agenda to keep us asleep, right? 
there is insights um i want to talk about i would love for you to mention if you want to anything about plant medicine that you know about or if you feel called if you don't we'll just talk about plants in general and or how we've been pulled away from natural plant life as well yeah, I think it also do with um, keeping us disconnected from the mother aspect. Because if you even look at all the Disney movies, mm-hmm. uh, where are the mothers? Yeah. You're always missing. Um, you're always taught to disobey your family. They they mm-hmm. went against anything that would be good for us. And I'm not angry at that because it obviously needed to happen for a reason. And I think it has to do with the Mandela effect that Sophia might even have something to do with all this stuff that's being created to try and recreate, create, mm-hmm. recorrect and get us on that path that you were mentioning before, because if you don't get on the right path, then you're going to be left in the other timeline. Because yeah. this, this is the mother and the father trying to recreate their children, uh, recorrect their children without killing them and wiping them out. Like, you know, it's almost, like, yeah, we could be, obviously, we, obviously like nature has an ability to wipe us all out. I'm just laughing. Happen. It's I'm laughing because it'd be so easy. Boom. You know, we'd so be easy, all gone. Right? It's so easy, That's but I just know we're so loved. We've had so much mercy on us and look what assholes people, you know, we are to the earth and to each other. And it's ridiculous. Like we're she like, knows, in a, she knows, you know, it's like it's somewhat like an an insane asylum like all these insane people are just in charge and want to destroy 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 they're hellbent and this is the distorted masculine and i'm and hey let me just say i'm the first to love and support masculine i believe in the healing the um I mean, I would call it rehabilitation because we're all getting corrections, you know the feminine and the masculine we're all going through somewhat of a energetic rehabilitation program and that's kind of what the ascension program is is like let's purge out all this distortion let's we're purging it out and that's why we feel all these emotions we feel um heightened sensitivity and we're going through physical changes and um we are we are going from dense matter to light you know lightness back to crystalline energy and, and uh, coming back to the code, to the goddess code. And as we are healing and restoring, it's a dirty, messy process. <laughs> I wouldn't call it glamorous by any means. Um, but the correction process, I believe it is really in order. You know, we are coming back. We are coming back. Mm. Absolutely. Uh, her, the, even the name Sophia, um, has to do with magnetic sound frequency, uh, like Sophia, mm. Sophia. Like if you keep using that, it's actually really good for you as well. Um, uh, someone's research that I've done from Lisa Renee's work uh, from Energetic Synthesis, she discusses really in depth that um, Sophia's correction and. Uh, in correlation to Christos, to Christ consciousness, and in connection to uh, the sound frequency and what it can actually do for you. So um, there's a song that, the song of Sophia, I think it has a lot to do with that 144,000 number. Mm-hmm. Um, and has a lot to do with, because uh, in the Bible, it actually says there's certain characteristics that this number um, of people or whatever it is symbolically or literally mm-hmm. uh, that these qualities that they will have. And one of the qualities was that they will sing a song that only they can hear. And I find it interesting because 
only, I mean, who else can be more important to hear than the mother's voice singing? Mm -hmm. Can you hear the mother singing to you? Like, you know, it's just like this lullaby because if you Mm -hmm. look at all the Disney films as well, I mean, these people knew what they were doing indirectly, purposely, Mm -hmm. or they did not, or they didn't know consciously what they were doing, but it was being created through them to use um, the goddess archetype for these princesses. Yeah, um, for them to have the voice to sing like Snow White, yeah. um, you know these different things that are very they're they're small points like they're small directional points of you know the goddess and the mother miss mm-hmm. like being there but not being there. It's a, so, the maiden, the mostly the maiden, right? And so the music has a lot to do with it and us using our voice um, for proper, which is why I think they've really loved to get the girls that sing beautifully in the industry mm-hmm. crazy songs because it's yeah. distracting versus the healing tones and frequencies of yeah. Sophia's wisdom coming through a, a, yeah. an, an activated being. So um, also, when we look at the word philosophy, philosophical, the, these people understood the personification of wisdom. And so um, she's also related to the aeons. So you're familiar with the aeons. Uh, I'd like to give a description of the aeons, but... Um, mm-hmm for the purposes of like not getting too much into each detail for every little thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just want to go over some things that it's related to. So that way mm-hmm. you would know this. I love quotes. your notes, girl. I think they're great. <laughs> Thank you. I have so many of them that like, um, I really would love. Yeah. So we have a lot to talk about girl. Okay. On. <laughs> so the goddess Sophia, um, is a mythical mystical and, um, let's see. So who is she? It could be related to Isis. Um, to Aphrodite, to Ishtara, to Ma'at, to Hathor, to Kuan Yin, to the White Buffalo. Um, there's, they're all connected because in different lifetimes she walked, and these are initiations that these beings, Mother Mary, Mary mm-hmm. Magdalene, they all walked and they walked with her wisdom. Mm-hmm. And it also has to do with the dragons. Mm-hmm. So um, dragons have a lot to do with Sophia. Why do you think they're making Game of Thrones right now? It's all relative um, because either way, even if these people that are making these movies things and they know what they're doing, that's even better. <laughs> but if they don't, that just shows you how quick, how significant um, these things being created are because they're happening as a synchronicity, you know, showing that we're being contacted. If you pay attention to the details and a big, bigger, greater picture of uh, what's happening, you will see that there's like a divine thing going on like a whole plan going on even when it sucks right <laughs> even it's, inter- it it's interesting to think that you know um that either it's the distortion of it um or or like um uh a lot of the movies so that you think a lot of things aren't real right like it's like exactly. oh, it's, a, it's like a fantasy instead of that it's part of reality confusing you know? right it's a distortion. So everything is um, twisted. So it's our job where I always say we're unwinding, we're unwinding. This is the long journey of unwinding slowly and surely. And, um, you know, the goddess, it's, she is that, that, that circular, you know, it's like the, uh, um, what is that? Um, you go in, you go into this little maze I forgot what it's called, but I've done it so many times and I love it. You go inside and you meditate and it's a little circle. It's like a circular. A labyrinth? The labyrinth. Yes. The labyrinth. And um, it always leads back. So we're kind of in this labyrinth is how I see it in my mind's eye and where we've got lost in it, you know, as, as a society, as a, 
as our, as our oneness, we got lost in that. And now we're, we're sort of going, okay, we're, we're getting, we're realizing how lost we got. Now it's time to find our way back home. Now we need to go back because um, a lot of the maze has been distorted and it's up to us to really go inside, use our intuition too. It's like, remember, remember, you know, you know, you know the way back. It's not, it's not all for nothing. You have that um, key code inside of you. It's about activating those light codes. They, as we illuminate those codes within us, um, they start, they start to permeate this remembering and we're here to activate each other. Cause as I activate my light codes, you know, and you activate your light codes, when we go places, we, actually activate within others mm -hmm. so we this activation is contagious and that's also why um you know people why do you think they keep us powerful they keep women the way they keep them because wow if they knew that's you know we are very powerful and it's not about yeah. that women be more powerful it's just a fact of the matter it's just you know? it's, it's it's we need to walk side by side with the divine masculine as a divine feminine and we need to get back our rightful place and people can say well there's women's rights you can work da, da 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 it's not about that guys it's not about what you consider those kind of rights this is about divinity this is about bringing back our holy space and place in the cosmos um you know as the divine feminine sophia and shakti and the goddess has been ripped from her rightful place in the cosmos and has fallen um we oh my are God, Rada, i'm looking at my notes and literally what you just said about the spiral it's right here galactic star goddess spiral galaxies oh, i love that <laughs> that's what i love about you is because you get it and you don't even like you get it <laughs> you just get it already <laughs> and yeah it's exactly what it is um that's funny so i didn't mean to cut you off but i no, just we're, we're so in tune i love that you know i love that we all have our different ways of interpreting things. And we, that's why it's good that we come together because we're stronger together. We're stronger together. When we unite, when we share our voices, when we have a collective conversation, we're bringing, we're illuminating more light. And um, each, each one of us has our activated code. So when we speak, we're also activating. It's an activation. And um, so the listeners are receiving, and that's only if they want to. Everything's always up to free will. It's, it's up to your higher consciousness if you want to receive, you know. Um, you can say no, no thanks, and I want to go do something else now. But, you know, it's, it's always up to us. For me, I've, I love receiving codes. Like, I'll go into the forest and I'll see a light glimmer in, in the trees, and I just know there's an activation for me. Anytime I see those lights, like, I, I, I understand light language, um, hmm. like, visually. It's like the light communicates to me visually. And so um, I've always understood that light is communicating with me, showing up in different patterns and things like that. And then I understand that as I'm looking at that, I'm down, getting a download. It's activating. It's not even part of my conscious mind. And I understand that my ego can't understand what's going on, but I know that there's a activation happening. I understand that I'm here to receive that. And then it will process through me, my dense being. You know? How interesting how they call them archangels, maybe mm -hmm. the archangels of perception, which I believe that mm -hmm. what is a photon, an intelligent light messenger particle? What is light? You know, 
these intelligent messenger particles coming in and if we can receive them because that's what kabbalah means to receive these emanations of light mm-hmm. coming down like you know if we can just receive them whether it's in the light or meditating in the dark mm-hmm. you know these there are definitely codes for us but yeah i look at the archangels in that way because <laughs> mm-hmm. there's some associations with um what they what they mean mm-hmm. the l's which is electricity <laughs> it just makes sense like oh. if you it together it's like amazing um because then you also look at the word plasma how's that relate to pleroma mm-hmm. blood plasma you know it's in our DNA. Mm-hmm. We have junk DNA, but they're just offline. I don't know about that. that. We go back <laughs> online, right? I'm yeah, like, I just junk, that junk. I'm here activating my junk DNA, y'all. I don't know about you. But <laughs> <laughs> wow. So it also connects to the web of life, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, it's her web. It's, she's spinning mm-hmm. her web. That's her. It's, she's also the great serpent. She's also the dragon. Mm-hmm. She's also... Um, so many different aspects of uh the archetype of like nature (laughs) it goes back to it all the time i love that because the divine feminine is part of all those aspects you know the dark and the light and she has that darkness and that um that that darkness that people are afraid of with the divine mother because um her and i think the sometimes the old patriarchy masculine was afraid of the mother's darkness because her darkness can also be all consuming, you know, and that um, I've experienced that darkness a few times and it's been such a liberating experience. I I had this experience when I was, well, right before I left LA, I had to clean up a lot of my old beliefs about who I should be and all these old, the programming stuff that was going on. Um, it was, I was still fighting it, you know? And, um, so I had this, this, I, I had this like session and I met the dark goddess and boy, did she clear, she cleaned out my heart. Like, I mean, she, her fire was eating up my, the dragon fire was eating up this heart, this, all this stuff in my heart that was not meant to be there anymore that I was holding on to. So I could let go. And when we surrender to that, it's not, it's not the darkness, like demonic darkness. It's the darkness of the divine feminine, like the womb darkness where creation happens, right? If we're filled with garbage, how can we create something new? So I had to get a cleansing and I, tears were coming down my eye, out of my eyes. And I was just like, this is so overwhelming. I feel like I'm dying right now. It, it was a death process, but it was such an important death process because it opened up so much space for me to to be more more in uh, conduit, you know, rather than holding all that stuff. And and it was very painful, but it also was very liberating. Like I was aching and crying, and you know, um, kind of in fetal position, <laughs> going through this process and um i can tell you that the dark mother is nothing but love you know so it's nothing to be afraid of if anything if she comes into your life it's the greatest gift you know and the goddess comes in so many different forms the gift is always there it's not for us to judge what that what that is you know or how she should look in that moment and um and so understanding, and I felt the power of, of the divine 
goddess, like the power was all consuming. And she basically was saying like, surrender to me all the way. Cause I still had one foot out. I was like, I don't we know. could become her, you know, when we really fully understand mm -hmm. what's going on here, we can become her. Like there's been times where yeah. I I didn't know who I was channeling. I always thought, oh, maybe it's this archangel. Or mm -hmm. it's my face. And, and it, I could never figure it out. I never felt comfortable calling any of my channelings someone else mm -hmm. until I realized that, wow, I feel like I'm the mother of all creation mm -hmm. sometimes. I'm going to cry. Yeah. So pain. And it's like, and I think that's her because mm -hmm. she's calling for us to find that nourishment for ourselves mm -hmm. and for others and like to really heal and let go of what doesn't need to be there so we can you know, love ourselves the way she loves us. If she didn't love us the mm -hmm. way she did, you know, this is also about the father, but mm -hmm. right now the father still is an aspect. Well, the father's there. I'm not going the anywhere. <laughs> the mama, yeah. Um, that materialism, mm -hmm. that materialized because that's what we're abusing right now. Yeah, the material. The material, her, material, Matt, Terra, you know, terrestrial, it, it's all, it goes together. Mm -hmm. And, and Ma'at, so I love Ma'at too. They're what? Oh, I love Ma'at too because she has the codes of ethics, you know, and about and forty one laws. Yeah, forty one laws and um it's they're hardcore. But they but one of them is like be generous, be generous with others. Like don't be so selfish. Don't be so consumed with this earth that you don't know who you are, you know? Or her, yeah, or she who she is. Or who she is because you can get lost in this this like oh i'm gonna seek out material gains and yeah you should do great things you should be abundant you should manifest a beautiful roof over your head and food and and great things like that to serve be as be of service to yourself and to your family but to get to to make that as god you know to worship things as if they're greater than the divine is a foolish act because you can't take anything with you when you die <laughs> In fact, the more you're attached to these things, the harder it is for your spirit to actually transcend. It actually gets stuck in an astral, in between realm. It gets stuck. And I'm like, I don't want that. Why do you think they push that? That's why they push materialism so much. And that's why, like, that's part of the biggest problem, mm -hmm. I feel like, is, is the materialism. And it, every spiritual aspect would tell you not to worship material. Mm -hmm. But to love it, to yeah, love appreciate, appreciate, yeah, appreciate. How do we just on a funnier, lighter note? I just realized why I couldn't hear you. I had these in backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can hear you so good now. I just thought that would be a little I love funny moment. I love it. Um, I love it. It's like, yeah, it's so much fun. Yeah. So uh, you had mentioned how she, it's all love, right? So. Yep. It is a totality and essence of Godhead. Mm -hmm. So the perfect fullness of our Christ mm -hmm. light. Um, and so I think it's really important to touch base on what, what, is, um, what does Christ mean, right? How does it relate to, uh, I want to look at this really fast because. I love my little encyclopedia over here. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's important because it came from an ancient language, mm -hmm. and I ha you think I have it memorized because I've read it so many times. But um, uh, I have it. Just give me a second. This is passion, people. This is passion. When you have passion, you're just like, let's do this. Let's do this. Just like, just so you guys know, it's like 11:30 here, and we were like, maybe we'll do it tomorrow. And you know, with the passion, we're like, let's just do it right now. Why? Because passion, and that's the divine feminine passion energy that pushes you forward, you know? Um, 
I just love it. I love it when you have that spontaneous desire to share and you share from your heart because you know that um, somebody's going to watch it and they're going to get something and we're here to share information. Yes, ma'am. So the Christ is not man, uh, Christ, Christos, Christos, the Sanskrit word Christos came from the ancient um, Indic language of Hinduism and the Vedas. When translated, it's Christ. The Sanskrit word Christos means crystal clear, pure, immaculate energy, crystal clear, pure, nuclear energy, light body, the inter uh, inference to the crystal clear, pure energy. So mm that has to do with the matter and light coming together, right? Like the star mm -hmm. of David. Uh, also, it has a lot to do with us learning how to regenerate the body because the body is connected to the earth. And so we, mm -hmm. we connect to those crystal grids that are in us and the earth and we're synced up with it. Then that's when the magic really happens. And the, sh and the earth chakras too. Which see, Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say... Um we have um, t uh, grids, earth grids, that have AI um, connected to them. So they, they're like blocked. <laughs> they're like blocked with, and they're running AI um, energy codes. These are like sort of like pain bodies that they're creating. And this pain body, so when it doesn't let up, also like with a war, when man, the man bleeds on the, on the ground and the, and the blood, um, causes a distortion it's because it's because it's blood from pain it's not it's not like here's my menstrual blood i'm going to give it to you because i love you it's like i suffer death you know and that yeah. that dark energy um gets programmed into the earth and it causes distortion and pain and yeah. that's why a lot of earth needs people to start uh creating um a relationship so like where i'm at right now in the mountains um i have a relationship with this with this piece of earth it called me to come here and uh, i work with the earth energies here it's sort of a vortex it's a crystal mountain so it has crystalline vortex and is activated um partially because i came here to activate it you know and my mother did some too so wherever you are you can help the ley lines of the earth planting mm -hmm. planting uh crystals into the ground, clearing crystals, doing um, kind of like shamanic healing or prayers or, you know, there's many different things you can do to, to um, recreate balance. So we're all here to be part of this. It's not just a few people, you know, doing all the work. It's about all of us coming together and being responsible. Like, Hey, I'm, I got this grid taken care of, go over there, take care of your grid. You know, we're all in it together. It's one unit right? right yeah it's not separate like it as we as we're seeing like a lot of the earth changes too i think we're understanding like it's not separate what happens over there happens here the ripple effects you know when there's a natural disaster and people get hurt we 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 need to help them out we need to send out food or supplies like everyone gets affected by everything we're not just in an in isolated worlds of our own, we are co-creating actively together and through our intention. Absolutely. Yes. And you're going to say, Alana, sorry. <laughs> spend, no, no, you're fine. Yeah, I need to spend more time in nature. I was just thinking like, mm -hmm. wow, yeah. Because I can imagine how I am now. Like I'm, it's a miracle that I'm in this position because 
I have been very distracted here, but every moment I had, I, I got, I gave it a chance to, to connect more. You know, I knew I paid attention that there, I was being contacted by nature, by consciousness, by the, by the sun, by the trees. And like, I knew it was real, you know, and it wasn't just what I was making up, but, um, if I say I am Sophia, it's because I represent her because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm saying like, you know, I'm listening to her, her earth heart, mm-hmm. earth and heart and her is all the same thing. Mm-hmm. It all the same word, you know? Yes. And, I love uh, that. So I just feel like it's all like part of that, you know, it's activating those codes and we all do have little pieces to give each other. Mm-hmm. Because that's part. I think that has to do with exchanging. This is mm-hmm. you the exchanging of the milk and honey mana amongst each other, mm-hmm. that crystal pure energy that we're supposed to be exchanging with each other because that's yeah. what awakens things. Mm-hmm. It and is an activation, baby. <laughs> an activation, baby, yeah. So um, let's see, what else can I pull up while we're talking about this? It has a lot to do with the diamond heart, the Sophianic language, light language. has a lot to do. That? I like the, the, um, the diamond, co- oh yeah, the diamond codes came to me a few years ago. So we all get, I think when we get activated at different times with different codes, um, the diamond heart, the diamond codes, I was in Mount Shasta and I'm like, I'm getting diamond codes here, guys. <laughs> I was like, I'm getting diamond codes activated inside of me. But every time, but yeah, it's like, you see that those are pieces. So like when you say that, and then I, and then it activated my memory of the diamond codes all the pieces come together when we come together and have these conversations, right? Because no one has it all. Like we have pieces and we need to put all the puzzle pieces together and we can only do that when we unite and uh, consciously co-create that. And then that's an activation. It's like we consciously just put those pieces together. Right. So beautiful. So we're rising up Sophia. So or, you know, as her body heals, our bodies heal, which is why I think has a lot to do with regeneration of the body and why the Bible has a lot to do with uh, how the body actually functions and how to heal it. The mm-hmm. Christ, the Christos, mm-hmm. also an oil that's produced up your spine that goes to your pineal and produces the oil that regenerates your body as well. The anointing, um, it's science and it's spirit. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's like the full function of the body versus the spiritual aspect of it because we, when we really look at those spiritual aspects the body mm-hmm. changing the kundalini rising and that's that's an interesting thing because i mean i as i as you read in a piece that i wrote um i had a i had an incident with my spine you know right which was like oh well is that is that um interfering but i think i think it's about our conscious willpower and desire to override um, these other, other violations, so to speak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Violation of uh, our innocence, our divine, holy innocence. It causes us to turn cold and to not know who to trust. And mm-hmm. then we, it's harder for us to connect deeper. Yes. Yes. I mean, and I, I think I'll just share that little piece just so um, the viewers know what I'm talking about, but I had an incident quite a few years ago um, in Los Angeles when I went to a doctor for a checkup. And basically what happened was something that I was not expecting. Um, I 
I got sort of in a hypnotic state and I knew I didn't want to be there because something weird was happening. And um, the doctor was, he was very swift and he pulled out a very long needle, very, 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 like my size of my arm long. I was like, like, where did you get that from? And what's going on? And I kind of couldn't. That one can see. Sorry about that. <laughs> I kind of couldn't move in that moment. And then um, basically short, you know, the short part of the story is I got an injection into my spine. And I was always left wondering what had happened to me. Why did I get this injection? What did it mean? How did it change my chemistry? And how is it interfering in my process of ascension? Because our spinal fluid is very important. Um, and did that change my molecular structure, my DNA, all kinds of stuff, you know? Um, and that was a really traumatic event that happened to me. Um, I, I thought of it many times, like, it, it was like, it felt like a rape against my will, you know, um, somebody, somebody violating my personal body, not giving me um, the uh, understanding, also leaving me clueless as to what happened. But, you know, we are here to, to override a lot of these, of these violations, right? So, um, we're here to repair and to regenerate and to uh, recreate. And so, yeah, bringing in more light codes. And um, you said earlier, the the light, what did you say about Sophia? Like the nectar, the light that comes the in. Milk, the milk and honey mana. Milk and honey mana. But there was something earlier that you said. And that's really what I, a lot of the healing I do is like bringing down that light into my crown chakra, into my body to repair it um, and to help heal those places, you know, um, to help bring the emanations, of, the emanations of light. The yes, the, Yeah. I bring in that light into my body and you can pull it in, you know, you want to consciously pull that in. So when you're in meditation, you know, you just think of bringing that light, life force energy into your crown, into your body, into your being, into all your chakras, filling your entire body with this light and it starts to heal um, and regenerate your body. So, you know, we've all had different, you know, health issues or um, even things like I just talked about where, where that could have affected my ability, my, my Kundalini. I don't really know. Um, but you know, I think that we learned that our Kundalini, it, it kind of like, I've had a meditation experience where I saw, you know, dragons and I have, I've been told I have dragons around me. And so I really thought about it when we go into meditation and our Kundalini rises and we have an activation of the pineal, you would think that we are an aspect of the dragon awakening, the one eye inside mm -hmm. of us, you know? That's in that is in correlation with Sophia. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. The Kundalini rising. It the is knowledge of, the knowledge of the the earth being a, an animal kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Like, and we're connected with that, mm -hmm. and it it changes our DNA structure. Mm -hmm. we're, when we're activated, we actually experience the physical. We have like more of a mastery over the physical. Yes, and yes. That's more so than us just walking, doing walking things. dead. <laughs> Yeah, walking well, dead. It's, it's, it's um, alchemizing the spirit and body. 
you know, so we want to alchemize and pull that the spirit, the, the divine into our body. We want to be, you know, the living beings who are, who are part of, we want to embody that, that divinity within us. And so, um, we can all be conduits for the divine. It's not just like, Oh, just one person can be like divine. You know, it's like, no, it's our, it's all of our birthright to be divine. We can, and we are, and we need to call that back into ourselves. And that part of that is honoring the divine feminine without honoring that feminine. You can't really be divine because you're totally lopsided in your energy field and your beliefs. And, um, it's, it's quite damaging. So, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, we could talk about uh, the other aspects of it too, about when you merge the feminine and masculine, which mm -hmm. is the Christosophia aspect of your being. I think that's when we create that hieros gamos, the sacred union. First, it begins inside of us to create mm -hmm. our own flame. Yes. And we ignite others, and we then became one flame together. So, it is us, you know, activating those two sides and then meeting people who are also are whole and complete in themselves to make, um, to really radiate that light that needs mm -hmm. to be here to heal. Um, well, that's so important. I, I think, you know, when we talk about twin flames, uh, we have the twin flame inside of us. We are masculine and feminine already. Like we are part feminine, part masculine. Um, and and i think that's important to understand and that we also need to balance that you know that's kind of like why um it's like shakti shiva sophia you know is is the divine aspect of the godhead because you need two to be one but you need to be whole in one to be to be two <laughs> does that make yeah. any sense did i just give myself a riddle here <laughs> I'll have to go back and listen to that again. Yeah. Just figure out if it's really a riddle. <laughs> you know, I was just looking at um, John Lamb Lash's book, Not in His Image. He says that their vision of Sophia, the Gnostics, their vision of Sophia, the fallen goddess embodied in the earth as an ecological myth that resonates deeply with our growing intuition of Gaia, the living planet. Mm -hmm. The Gnostic message for humanity may well present the ancient tape root a tap root of eco a deep ecology, a social movement that asserts the intrinsic value of the earth apart from in use, its use for human purposes. And so the religious component, component of the environmental movement has yet to be defined, but it might now come to expression of the Gnostic perspective framed by the Sophianic vision of those ancient visionaries. So like I said, like this Sophia stuff is not new, but why does it feel new? Because it's the, being renewed. <laughs> yeah, it's being renewed. And I, and I found her like by myself searching about the Holy Spirit because I was realizing that I was having, I had gifts of the Holy Spirit. I don't feel like mm -hmm. I have them as strong as I did two years ago. I've had some traumatic things happen since then that kind of threw me off. But when I was really in flow, like I can discern spirit really well. And like, you know, I was speaking in light language and all these things. And I think that when I started learning about the Holy Spirit, it related to Sophia. I found mm -hmm. Sophia. And then I found people that I knew that wrote books about it and you were speaking about it. And mm -hmm. it just, that's so profound because there's something about the fact that individuals are waking up and then coming together with these synchronicities. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. that show that she's really making an effort here to get us to communicate together. Like, wake up, y'all. <laughs> yeah, wake up. Wake, 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 wake up. Because it's time. The call, so also, the you know, it's funny here. because the Book of Wisdom, there's also something called the Album of Wisdom that's also available online. But the Book of Solomon, he kept, he spoke of wisdom of, often as well. So he kept wisdom very close. And, you know, everybody can have knowledge, but if you don't have wisdom to do the right thing with the knowledge, then, you know, we're still going in the same loophole. Well, I think... So, there's something about gone through a lot of things that I think that having the right wisdom right now makes sense and I I was just gonna say it's something that you also earn you earn it by going through those ring of fire those dark night of the souls the pain that most people want to avoid and throw under the rug and it's the courage to face that and um kind of like when I went through that vision quest where I had to burn out my heart so I could renew it to the divine. And I was like, I'm devoting my life to this, you know, um, can't half-ass it anymore. You know, you have to go all in or all out. That's kind of how it is. You know, you can't chemist. I, I mean, for me, that's how I feel. Oh, that's the, that's a call I got was like, if you're going to do this, go all the way. Otherwise don't do it. We're going to, we're going to, you know, I, I feel very lucky because I feel very connected to the goddess and I have a lot of, you know, time. I've had a lot of time here to work with this energy and space. And um, that was a gift. And when you when you tap into that energy, when you really are in devotion, I want to tell you guys, the gifts you get are incredible. It's not just about monetary. It's like you, I've been gifted. I've been gifted so much. And um and that's because I, I think part of that was like the devotion. Cause I said, yes, I said, yes. And when you say yes, with all a devotion in your heart, amazing things happen. Miracles happen. They really do. And, um, it's astounding. It's actually, when I think about it, I'm like, Whoa, it's astounding. It's funny you just said that. Cause I want to read this quote that I got from the album of wisdom it says that I preferred her wisdom of immortality to scepter and throne, the prestige and power of the world and deemed riches becoming a multi-billionaire, nothing in comparison with her. Nor did I liken any priceless gem to her because all the gold in view of her and little sand in her silver is to become accounted mere, Meyer, M-I-R-E. Um, beyond a full measure of magnificence, I loved her and I chose to have wisdom rather than mundane because the splendor of her never yields the sleep of carbon 666 death. Um, Well, yeah, because so like now is the time to be still and know, right? So the reason why that where it says carbon 666 death is because apparently that number is when man's at his most fleshly trying to be God, but not really aware of the higher spirit behind what they're doing. Like they're, well, you can get immortality. You can, it's available now. But it's yeah. not, um, but it's not really immortality because there is a hard blow where that that where I said that timeline just goes boop and you know the dragon comes of divine feminine comes and eats it back into the womb like no no you're not going to get off grid you, you can do that for a little while you can go down that slippery slope you can explore it the transhumanism thing where you're going to. Um, upload consciousness and then you're going to just you can download it to an inorganic body later on that's for billionaires or 
you know, people of very elite positions or um, if you're invited into the right circles and you can have immortality. All those things. Which yeah. I say no. Which There's I, so much that people don't know. And that's why I like, I love talking to you because I know you know a lot and it's good that we talk about them. So it's crazy. What's I mean, I, you know, it is, it is, it's not a joke. These are things that, these are real things that are going on. Um, hard to believe. And, you know, I, I think, um, I don't watch a lot of TV and stuff, but I think a lot of it's like mocked in, in film so that it seems so surreal that it doesn't seem real. Right. That, mm -hmm. Oh, this is a joke or this is fantasy when in reality it's happening, but, but you can, um, you can get onto that program. You can get your consciousness uploaded and download it into another vessel, but your divine soul, if your heart chakra is not activated to the divinity within and connected to the divine, you're so mad. You're gonna, I don't want to say, you know, the F word, but you're so F word um, because you, you are off grid, you're offline and you no longer have your true life force energy. You can have memories, memories of your family, but if your heart's not awakened and it's dead, that means nothing. None of it means anything. You're now just a certified sociopath. The key is to get our heart to be light. Like the Ma'at, the goddess Ma'at, she teaches, or her lesson is that if, you, if your heart is to be weighed in your end, you know, then how heavy will it be if it's light? It'll be like Kali cutting off the heads of men. Well, because she doesn't care what color skin you are. When the mom comes, mm -hmm. her wrath is going to be coming. And it's like, you, it have to, you have to do the work to clear out because otherwise... You know, it's like, what are we doing here? What are we well, really doing here? If you're not going to transmute all those things that you're experiencing. Yeah. That's what the thing is that um, there, you know, transhumanism is going to be pitched as this great shortcut. This, this, there's so many possibilities and it's going to make your life easier and better. Actually, it's completely taking you off of the grid with the divine. You know, this is um, a big time where you have to make the choice because whatever choice you make at this time is going to dictate your timeline. And I'm not joking guys. The timeline is so, so real, so serious. Like it's, it's also kind of funny, but it's also so not funny because I don't want to get, you know, you don't want to get stuck on a timeline with artificial intelligence. And now you are, you're actually nothing. You're nothing. I mean, you, you know, if your soul needs that experience, go ahead. I understand. I'm not here to judge anyone's choice. People I know have made those choices, you know. I'm not here to judge. And in the end, we all go back into the bowl and, you know, grind, you know mix it up and <laughs> go back to the divine eventually. But if, depending on how, how it plays out, there, there are some souls that don't. You get, get, you get completely deleted, you know, and you don't get a second chance. You don't get to go back. And this is, this is not, you know, um, me like telling you people what to do. I'm just saying there are options in life and you have to choose wisely. 
people think right now what's going on is that people, you know, man thinks that man can outdo the divine, that man is greater than the divine. And that's where the fall of man happens. And that's where the fall of many happens. And if you don't get your butt up and stand for what's right and stand for, and stand for organic life, you know, um, if you don't stand for yourself, for your loved ones, trust me, it's going to be a horrifying path. You can live forever, you know, or, or quite some time on these um, false matrix grids, but boy, it's going to be a tough, tough thing to come out of. It's going to be a big payback. And you are basically saying F you to the divine. And um, there's a, uh, you know, it's not about, it's not about punishment and all this stuff. It's just more suffering. It's just more unnecessary suffering you know, why, why don't we believe that there is something better that, um, this, this is one experience and that there is more, we're infinite beings, we're infinite. So why would this be the only experience? Why would we be so afraid to face that divine? But if you do so many shitty things and you're, you're really damaging people and you're harming them, you will be, you would be afraid to face the divine because you know there are consequences for every action, for every single thing you do, you have to pay that back times 10, you know, positive and negative. And it's not about punishment again. It's about, you know, just law. It's a law of cause and effect. It's you know, really I have to basic. say that every time I close my eyes, uh, I thought earlier that I was just seeing things, but I'm being shown a, a lock. Mm-hmm. like a lock like this does that mean anything to you um well there means two things to me one one is that there's there's we're we're opening and awakening the key to our divinity to back to the divine but there's a portal opening that's what it means that's what me. i thought earlier i like i literally was going to say something about it but now yeah. that you said it again wow we're um from my from the visions that i've been getting and the information and stuff we're going through a cosmic portal the this world is going through a different way a different portal and we are going through a new path this path is bringing us back to that you know what you're talking about the um cosmic plasma or um you can say you can say the word but it's it's bringing us back to that to that energy that essence that is activating and awakening us this is a once in a lifetime opportunity and it's not it's not like you get a second chance on this one you know and we are that's why we're going through more of the purging because we're going through this portal the key code we it's been opened the vortex the, the portal is open we're going through it and it's up to us where we navigate our own individual souls and collectively um but i would take this opportunity to do everything in my ability to to go down that path of the divine (laughs) that's my choice you know so yeah i was i just like look through my notes too because every time i find something it's so in alignment with what we're talking about it's because i've been I'd say I've been planning this discussion for my lifetime so far. You know, this is what it's, what I've been doing all this time. It's making sense. Like I'm supposed to have these conversations with people like you. It's so beautiful because this is, it says that 
and this just is one page, it says, mm-hmm. the issues facing man and women, man, man and men. Why do you believe Sophia is above all other names? I was asking myself this. Mm. <laughs> Sophia in regards to Eve and Lilith, the mm. mother, this whole story about it, Lilith and Eve and how the distortion of women came about with those two aspects of, of mother. Sophia, uh, Sophia's heart song, and do you know what, you know what this is about? I put 144,000 and Sophia. And um, so Yeldabaoth, Archons, Demiurge, is she ayahuasca? Inorganic intelligence, mm-hmm. organic intelligence. Ooh. The feminine principle reconnecting with divine potential. And I, I says, I am Sophia. So and then that's why if you go look online and try to look up Sophia, you're going to find everything about the robot. Mm-hmm. You look up Milky Way ingredients, you're going to get everything about the candy bar. And Isis. Everything that, Isis, everything that are divine, these are the words. Every, you should look at all the things that they created that got popular a long time ago, that became popular mm-hmm. now. Because you're going to find out that those words have, have to do with big things that we need to know. Mm-hmm. And, and they, they dumped, 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 dumped it down or created they distortion it, yeah. around distortion. And, it's like, you know, and that's why our, we, we feel so strongly about certain things and activate. Just like when I said diamond, you like, oh my God, diamond. <laughs> because like it's right. locked inside of us because memory, memory has to do with spirit, has to do with water, mm-hmm. has to do with the fact that the house has to do with the ocean and that in a marine life, um, it's all connected because I, I think it has in the water breaking, you know, so I think it's a cycle of the earth, water, elements, sunlight, like this yeah. creation energy yes. um, has so much to do with it. And, and, that, and that's also why they're covering the sun, like spraying it. And that's, yes. you know, you can see uh, there's articles, Bill Gates. I mean, it's been going on, the chemtrails. It's really to cover this, the codes. So that because the light codes are coming in, the sun is activated activating our codes and keep talking okay i'm just gonna grab my page absolutely so um we've been having chemtrails and different different things you know where you can look in the sky and you can see that the sky is covered with these trails and they're like and they created oh this is a conspiracy theory we're just helping the weather i mean um gosh i don't remember you know flying through the air and seeing how weird it looks the, the sky does not look like the sky anymore and then i saw an article bill gates is um gonna be funding you know um more of this chemtrail so it can cover the sun from the harmful rays well those rays are activating us um, yeah, they- we're not getting the proper activation and that's part of hindering us from evolving you know the Asians, uh I believe they had, they were working with Sophia's energy and I believe that they, Asians is sun worship can kind of, they were, say worship of the sun. They used it. For yes. And, and I think that's where hieroglyphs probably came from because hieros gamos, hieros, it just kind of makes sense that there's something that we get from the sun too, not just plants. We, we need that. We need that light and that life force energy. Um, you know, it's just it's sort of it's all been distorted you guys so we need to come back into our divine knowing rather than this hypnotic um infiltration you know that we've all been through um and it's 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 just bizarre it's bizarre that we all fall for it i mean listen i i know what it's like to be sleeping i've been a sleepwalker for a long time 
And it's actually pain and suffering that was also a catalyst for change within me and also within others. You know, sometimes that pain can really push you to ask what else, you know, what um, the things I thought were going to bring me all this happiness and joy and success are not um, everything that they were promised to be and that they are leaving me feeling more empty than I was before, you know? So we are waking up, you guys, we are awakening and we need to be actively co co-creating and helping each other from this <laughs> sleepy amnesia because now is the time now is the time Sophia Christ consciousness mm -hmm. um, you know heart intelligence to see rightly the invisible right to be yeah. present on the right hand of the father mm -hmm. you know, to really get in touch with that um, you know and pay attention this is the collective healing its trauma reclaiming our Christ consciousness reclaiming our our sovereignty and sovereignty. We, we see these um, these different ways of thinking coming out in a lot of different great teachers mm -hmm. and authors. And, um, you know, I think they make us think that the, you know, the Bible is everything, but it's not. We all are all these prophetic beings. Oh, sorry. Okay. Oh my goodness gracious. I don't even know how to turn that on. Oh, okay. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, just, just hit the, um, the down button for the, yeah, there you go. So um, I was going to say something because uh, you talked about um, Eve, right? Mm -hmm. And um, Garden of Eden and that distortion. There was so much distortion there too. Like all the teachings have so much distortion in them. Um, and the goddess, um, do you want to, goddess Lilith. So I just wanted to share just really quickly with you guys because in the, galactic goddess i she's one of the goddesses um and i would love to just read a little bit about this Is i would that love okay? to do a whole i wouldn't hear totally but i would love to do a whole the video on lilith just because there's so much there okay we could do that yeah be great. <laughs> we can we can do that but if we can sit here all night i'll love this <laughs> i know i know i know so um, but I just want to say like yeah goddess lilith was a nonconformist, and so she was written out um, she didn't want to stand for um, saying that like she came out of Adam's rib. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know what? There's a whole section of this and it's, I thought that was so interesting that they demonized her and made her into a demon. But as all the feminines have been distorted, she's just one of them. Um, anyways, perhaps this is a good time to end this you know, conversation and we can circle back because we've shared so much already. I don't want to yeah. overwhelm people. I want to thank you guys for joining us. I know this was lengthy and um, we just love to share with you. It brings us so much joy and happiness to, to just share. Um, if you guys have any thoughts or comments, please post them below. I'll put Alana's information. She's an incredible hypnotherapist. And uh, I'm sending you so much love, you guys. Thank you for joining us. We are here to thank you help activate, and we're all here to help activate. So, so much love. Thank you, Alana, for coming on. You gotta see Bye, you guys. Soon.